to my podcast, Naomi's Adventures. This podcast is about the adventures that I have while exploring. Welcome to this week's episode of Naomi's Adventures. Um, I had something I was going to talk about in this episode, but I kind of just changed it. Like, I'm at work again. So, the phone may ring and some guests may come in, so I may have to pause this and work. But, I was late getting to work because I was out exploring with my sister. And we went to, we were going to do some photos at this old school. It's like a hundred year old school. Beautiful school. So much decay. So much graffiti. Like, this place is just awesome. It's not like the biggest school ever. Maybe three stories, but like half of it's falling down. And But the gym was like the best place because like half of the roof was missing. And like just the graffiti was everywhere. Plants growing on the floors. But there was still the stage that you could go on to. And there was still basketball hoops. Like, just the rims, not the hoop or anything, but the backboard was still there. It was just an awesome place. So, that was our very first school we ever explored. And we headed down. It was in just outside of Marion, Ohio. And Grand Prairie School was what it was called. So, we headed down there today to take pictures. And we get there, and there was nothing left completely demolished the school. Like, we knew it was going to happen, but that really sucks. Because to us, it was such a beautiful place. Like, uh, it, was, it was just beautiful. So, and then that brings me to some other places that have recently been demolished or they're starting to demolish. It seems to be happening a lot lately that they're tearing places down. Up in Detroit, there's the Packard plant. This was the largest abandoned place in the world. There's over 40 acres. Like, this plant was huge. It was built in the 1900s. um, Automobile plant up there in Detroit. Just beautiful place to explore like you could probably explore it several times spend hours there and never see the entire place because it was just so big and I went there I think I went there five times and I didn't even see half of the place because it's just like I said it's so big and like it's had some awesome graffiti Like, it seemed like the walkways went forever. The first time we ever went there, it was me and my niece and her boyfriend. And we were roaming around, like, the first floor of the one side of the building. And it almost looked like a bomb had gone off in this place. Because there was just piles of rubble everywhere. Some of the piles of rubble, I can't talk, sorry. Some of the piles of rubble were, like, halfway up to the second story of the building. There was just piles and piles of bricks everywhere. 
It was so cool. But the city of Detroit started tearing it down. Just this year, they started tearing it down. There's still some of it left right now. But now there's equipment on site and security guards now because of the equipment. So you really can't get into that place anymore. Which sucks because, like, it was just... It looked very apocalyptic with all the holes in the walls and piles of rubble. It was just really neat to see. I mean, at least I got to see it, so I'm happy for that. But it just really sucks because it kind of, like... We joke and say it's like an abandoned playground. Like, you could walk for hours and hours and hours. It kind of is almost a playground for people who like abandoned buildings. And now that one's going. And then we saw pictures and some videos this week that they're tearing down AMC headquarters in Detroit also. That place was absolutely amazing. The main building, the office building, had a bell tower. Like, if you've never heard of AMC headquarters, Google it. It was beautiful. There was the headquarters in the front and this massive maze of factory in the back. It was so cool. That really was like an abandoned playground, too, because it was just... It wasn't nearly as big as a Packard plant. But it was still big. There was still a lot to see. And we went to that place three times. It, I think it was three times this past year. And like like I said before, I'm glad I got to go. Because now they're tearing it down. They started with the office headquarters. Office building part of the headquarters. And it's pretty much all down. There was just a little bit of the bell tower left. In the last video that I saw. But it's just sad to see so much history. Like, the AMC headquarters, it started off being the Calvinator refrigerators. So, I mean, there's a lot of history there. It started off being the Calvinator, and then it went, changed a couple of times before AMC Chrysler headquarters. So, like, there's a lot of history in this beautiful 1900s building. And now it's just demolished. We were hoping, because there was talk that GM wanted to build a factory there, and that they wanted to keep the main building at the front with the bell tower. But I guess it wasn't economically feasible to do that. So they just knocked it down. From what I've heard, the factory is still there at the back. But, you know, obviously with equipment and stuff on site, you can't get into that anymore. It's just, it's really sad, though, because there's so much history there. They got tore down and so much beauty. Because there really is a lot of beauty and decay. And there's just so much history that's now gone. It's pretty sad. It really is. And then I heard this week that they're tearing down the Continental Motors plant in Detroit. That one I did not get to see. 
I was kind of hoping when they started talking about it that there would be a little bit more time, but uh, there's no more time. That one's going down. And I'm pretty sure they're getting ready to tear down Southwest High School in Detroit. That was a beautiful school. It had this really awesome swimming pool in it. That one was pretty amazing. And like the mayor in Detroit, he really likes to tear down abandoned buildings, which drives me crazy. Cause some of these can be could have been restored. There's like so much history there. Now there's nothing. I mean, it's a good thing that people have gotten to explore these places because we can share the history. I know people don't like urban explorers all the time because we trespass. Like some some urban explorers will actually break into a place to explore it. But then there's some of us like me who will not break in. We just go and when there's a way, like an open door, a broken window, or a chunk of the wall missing, then we'll go in. But, like, the point of us going in is we want to see what's left of it. We want to see what it looks like. We want to learn the history of it. Like, we care about these places we've explored. Some people don't care. But now all that's going to be left is the videos and the photos from the explorers who got to go there. Nobody will ever know that there was a Calvinator plant in Detroit at one time. Unless they happen to see our videos or our photos. It just, it really just makes me sad. Like, I'm kind of hoping they take a break from tearing down some of the abandoned buildings now. But they probably won't. One of the worst parts of these old buildings that people keep tearing down is that they don't make buildings like they used to. If you see factories now, they look nothing like the factories looked that were built in the early 1900s. So, like, if you drive around and you happen to see an old brick factory, that's probably an old-school factory that was built years ago. And those seem to stand much better, last much longer than the newer factories do. We talk about this all the time when we're exploring. It's the same way with the old houses. They're just not built the same way they used to be. They don't put as much effort and heart into building things nowadays like they used to um so a lot of the buildings in detroit a lot of the old buildings from the 1900s were built by albert Kahn. and so if you're listening to this podcast and you've never heard of albert Kahn, i really think that you should google him and find out a little bit information about him and see some of the places he built That man was an amazing architect. Like, everything he built was beautiful. Like, it had heart. It had character. You'll never see that today like you did back then. 
And that's one of the things that is so fascinating about these old buildings. Just the way they were built, like the details. Um, so one of the buildings in Detroit, downtown, it's not abandoned, but um, it is an old building built in the 1900s. It's 40 stories tall. It's called the Guardian Building. And you can go inside this building, and if you just walk in the lobby, and there's a bank area when you walk in the main door to the right, just look around that building. If you're ever in Detroit, like, you need to go see this building. It is beautiful. You'll never see designs on ceilings like this, ever. Like, these buildings were so beautiful. I feel like now they're just thrown together as cheap as possible. But man, back in the day, like it was like artwork. The buildings were like artwork. They really were. It would be cool if people would spend that extra money now to try to make something that beautiful. But I don't know if they're too cheap or what. But no building. If you look at all the newer buildings, like drive around the town that you live in, and look at all the newer factories in your town or in the closest town to you, you'll notice a difference between the newer ones and the old ones. They're just not made the same. And it's kind of sad. So, I was saying when I first started recording this that my sister and I were out exploring... And one of the places we went to was this place called Beaver's Mill. It's down by Delaware, Ohio. Um, It's basically just the ruins of this old mill. It was built around 1840. And there's still... Well, yeah, all four walls are still there. The only thing that's missing is is the roof. Um, All four sides are still there. Of the building. But. the Like I was talking about how. Things were made differently back in the day. If you get a chance to google. Beaver's Mill. In Delaware, Ohio. You'll be pretty impressed. This building. The ruins. Sorry. The ruins. Kind of look like. A castle. Like it's a brick. It's built with all brick. Um, all of the doors have those arches, like the rounded tops of the doors and all the windows. They all have the arches at the top, so they're all rounded. None of them are those boring square doors and square windows. And there's still some of these old wooden doors and wooden windows on the building. Not a lot, just a few. And you can... One of the doors is opened. It had a lock on it at one time, but it's open now. And you can walk inside this old building, the old ruins. And there's no floor left. It's all dirt and grass and there's trees growing up inside it. But... When you walk around in there and you look around up at the sides of the walls all around you, you can tell it was a special place at one time. 
just the work that it took to build this. And we're talking in the 1840s. They made some pretty awesome stuff back then, too, even though they didn't have the technology that we have now. I kind of feel like that goes to show that technology is not all that great sometimes. Because this building, these ruins, is still standing. All four walls are still standing today. And it was built in the 1840s. That is getting close to 200 years ago that it was built. Like, it is impressive to see this. And, like, just the brickwork on it, it's just beautiful. And now, so it sits on the Olentangy River. And if you look out the backside, some of the windows don't have the wood blocking it. Some of them you can see on the back wall. You can see straight out, and you can actually see the Olentangy River. And it's just a beautiful, beautiful sight. It looks very beautiful. Just another one of the old buildings that it was built with character. And I think it was built with heart, too, even though it was built back then. Um, if you've ever seen, if you've never seen, never Googled, the Iron Furnaces in Ohio, there's a Hanging Rock region in Ohio. It's called the Hanging Rock region. It's in southern Ohio. Um, they have a lot of these old iron furnaces, and they were built in the 1800s. And these things are amazing. There's two of them. Oh, I can't remember. Rebecca Furnace. And there's another one right by Rebecca Furnace. It's in a state park. No, it's not Rebecca Furnace. It's a different furnace. I can't remember the name of it now. Jefferson Furnace, maybe? Um, there's two of them in this park. And they're, they kind of look like smokestacks or furnaces. Like, that would be the kind of shape like that, almost. Where they're wide at the bottom, and then they get thinner at the top. But these things are, like, much bigger than, like, a furnace would be on a house. It just kind of looks like that. Um, these things are so amazing. The two that are at the park... I need to figure out what park it is. I cannot remember right now. But they look like they're from like the pyramid time frame because they're kind of built like that that's the impression that you get when you walk into these huge structures they're super tall and they're really wide and they have like this arched entryway where you can well these two at the park you can walk inside and you can actually just walk around in there a bit there are several other ones of these old furnaces that you can't go inside. They're covered off. They're closed off so you can't get inside because they're falling apart. Um, the Buckeye Furnace in Ohio, it's in a state park. That one has all of the old buildings. There used to be so many buildings. Like This was a big process with these iron furnaces and working them and stuff. 
and just the detail, the way these were made, it's impressive. It is so impressive. Okay, so I looked at the name of those furnaces that I was talking about. It's Madison and Limestone Furnace. Those are the two that are located in the state park in southern Ohio that look like pyramid-type. They really do. It is so cool to see them. Like the bricks that built the bottom part of the furnace. Those are so huge. Some of the bricks look like they're almost as big as a person. They're so big. Like these, there's so many of these other furnaces, and they're so cool. I encourage you to check them out because they're just absolutely impressive. And the history of the iron furnaces is pretty interesting. Not only did they have the iron furnaces, but they also had um, Coke ovens, which for these, if you've never heard of them, there's these Coke ovens in Ohio called the Latonia Beehive Coke ovens. And then there's probably like a hundred of them left. Those are so cool. They're kind of like igloo shaped and they have like the arched entryways into them and you can actually go inside and stand up in them. They're so, they're big enough to stand up in. They're so cute though. And then that's in Eastern Ohio the Latonia Coke ovens. And then in Southern Ohio in Vinton County, there's the Vinton County furnace, or sorry, the Vinton County Coke ovens, Belgium Coke ovens and the Vinton County furnace. They're in the exact same place. Those are very hard to get to though. It's a lot of work crossing a sketchy bridge and climbing up this crazy hill to get to it. But um, the Coke ovens... They're different shaped than the Beehive Coke ovens. The Belgian Coke ovens that are located near the Vinton Furnace. Those ones are, you can like stand up straight and walk through them. They're thin and they're not wide. They're just like oval shaped or the, they have like the arched shape entryway. And it's arched all the way through and you can walk from one end to the other end. And it's not very wide at all. Like you couldn't, two people couldn't walk through the furnace or the coke oven at the same time. Those are really cool to see because those were built, I'm pretty sure the iron furnaces and the coke ovens were built in like the 1820s. Those are really old. Those were built in the early 1800s. And then this, there's also this really cool place. It's now a park. It's in southern Ohio. It's the Nelsonville Brick Plant. They made the bricks there. But they have, like, some of these beehive coke ovens there. And they have a lot of the bricks that were made at the brick company there. And it's just really cool to see the history and the way these things were built like you can walk inside what's left of the ruins there at the brick plant and it's not a lot left but it's really neat to see the history like you can pretty much walk into history there like you can see 
what the plant used to look like a little bit. And it's so cool. Because, like, they don't do that anymore. They don't use these iron furnaces anymore. They don't use the Coke ovens anymore. Like, these things aren't used anymore. They're just history just sitting there on the side of the road. And sometimes they're overgrown. And people don't even know what they are. People don't even care what they are. But, man, like, these Coke ovens, pretty sure they were used to do the um, coal back in the day to, like, heat it and melt it or whatever. Um, they, like, the Coke ovens, they were, like, ovens that they put the coal into. And that stuff got pretty hot. Like, I couldn't even imagine the kind of work that these people did back in the 1800s to work these coke ovens and iron furnaces. Because you didn't have technology back then. You didn't have cars and trucks. You had horses and stuff like that to get around. So, like, just the kind of work that they did. I feel like the people that worked back then... They had heart, they had character, and determination. But now I think things are too much, too easy. Because, you know, you don't work hard. Nobody works hard like they used to work back in the 1800s. Because you have things a lot easier now. So, like, you don't work as hard. You don't have the same work values now as people did back then. Like, people weren't even getting paid very much to work in these terrible conditions. Like, they, you know, nowadays we get paid pretty good. And, like, right now I'm at work. And I'm basically playing on my phone, watching TV. Because there's nothing really to do. Like, I have it easy compared to back then. It's kind of a little off topic of the abandoned buildings being torn down. But the architecture and the way those things were built, the iron furnaces, those were pretty impressive. Those were built really cool. And I guess I just kind of wanted to talk about that. Talk about the history, you know, of these old buildings and these old places. The way they were built and the character and the heart that went into building them. I'd love to see buildings like that again being built now. But you just don't. So anyways. Um, that's pretty much it for this episode. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. I hope you'll join me next time on Naomi's Adventures.